In our last episode, Grace's heart was shattered when Caleb said goodbye. Hello, I'm Anne-Marie Moore, author of Love's Weaving Hands series books. I would like to welcome you to the LWH series podcast. Here, you can listen to the audio version of my books. It is my hope that this series will encourage every woman to know true love. This is a nine-book series, and I will be your narrator for book one, The King's Daughter. Chapter 31 Eight months later, on a late spring morning, Abigail and Grace picked up a few items at Gall General. Grace strolled about the store quietly. Is she all right? Tom whispered as he tallied Nana's bill. Abigail glanced at Grace, then back to Tom. She will be in time. The Lord is her strength. Grace drew near the counter, and Nana changed the subject. How are you and Mary enjoying the new place? We like it. And I'm growing grain to feed our horses in the winter. I would think you could feed everyone's horses in the valley with those fields, Nana chuckled. I've considered the idea, Tom agreed. It will help us raise money to make an addition to the house. Are you saying there will be a wee little one soon? Nana beamed. Grace looked up at Tom with renewed joy. You and Mary are having a baby? Tom said nothing, but gave a proud smile. Congratulations, Grace cheered. Nana, I've got to go see Mary. Excitement filled her voice. You run along. I'll manage. Thank you. Grace left the store and made her way to Tom and Mary's home. Grace sat at the table and smiled as Mary walked towards her with her protruding belly. One thing I'm thankful for is I no longer feel dizzy as I did at the start, Mary admitted. Then she turned to Grace. I'm glad to see you smiling, Grace. It's because I'm so happy for you. I can't believe I haven't been by to see you in months. I know, you've been busy. Mary gave her a comforting smile. Oh, she held her belly. What is it? I think someone is awake. Only recently have I noticed how active this child is already. Mary reached for Grace's hand and placed it on her growing belly. Grace giggled at the feel of the tiny kick. She withdrew her hand gently. Tell me, what's it like being married? Nothing like I expected, yet everything I desired. You will have to let me care for your baby. And have you spoiled the child? Mary drew back jokingly. Tom would never allow it. Her laughter filled the room. You forget, a very strict Nana raised me. I'm sure I will be firm. Mary took a sip of her tea. So, what are you hoping for? Grace gave her a knowing look. Tom is hoping for a boy. And you? A little girl. Oh, yes, you must have a little girl. I will be by every day and dress her with pretty things. I'm sure of it, Grace Hallison. Remember how we dreamed of one day becoming mothers of little girls? How could I forget? We had it all planned out. We would make sure Nana made them dresses so that they would be the most beautiful princesses in the island nation. Their laughter rang together. But what I thought impossible was that you and Caleb... Mary stopped when she saw Grace frown and look away. What? Am I wrong about you and Caleb? Are there not plans for a wedding? I don't know, Mary. So much has changed. Caleb and I have not been in contact with each other for quite some time. 
and I have not really seen him since Nana and I had dinner at the marshal's house last fall. Yes, he has spent more time in Constance now that he works for his brother, but I thought you and Caleb, that is, rumor had it, the two of you already... Grace's face flushed with embarrassment. How many villagers had noted the day she and Caleb ventured to the woods alone? Mary, it was God's grace that kept us from doing something more that would add to our regrets. So the rumors are not true? Partially, and I confess, the day they arrested me, if it hadn't happened, I'm not sure I could have resisted Caleb. I wanted to be with him just as much as he wanted to be with me. But if I could go back and do things differently, I would. She looked at Mary. Like you and Tom, I never even saw you hold hands or embrace till your wedding. I'm blessed Tom is shy. Mary scooted her empty cup towards the center of the table. He also saw what was happening between you and Caleb, and frankly, he didn't want us to make mistakes you would regret. Grace finished her statement and sipped her tea to quell the knot that was forming in her throat. You know, Grace, if Tom would have kissed me, I don't think I could have resisted him either. Grace set her teacup down, then turned thoughtfully at Mary. My Nana taught me how important it is to be honest with ourselves as women. We think we are strong, but the truth is, we are the weaker vessel, made to be a beautiful gift for a man that loves us and cherishes us, like Tom loves you. I have felt very special the day I married Tom. I still do. Grace turned away. Regrets filled her heart. But Grace, don't you remember the sermon Pastor Weiss gave two Sundays ago? How despite our past, God's grace can heal? Don't you think Caleb would want to marry you? She turned softly to face Mary. I don't know. I've left that decision in the Lord's hands. But if he asks you? Grace smiled in a distant gaze. By the look on your face, Grace Allison, I believe you can love no other man. As you enjoy today's story, we want to encourage you to become a Love's Weaving Hand series audiobook supporter. We desire to bring quality Christian entertainment with biblical values to impact your everyday life. Our mission is to encourage every woman to know true love, and you can have a part in making this project a growing reality. There are plans for additional audiobooks and a radio drama of the third book in the series. Your support will help us reach lives through our stories for God's glory. Become a part of the LWH Series audiobook support team by visiting lwhseries.com forward slash support. That was quite a visit you and Mary had today, we Grace. Almost three hours, was it? I had not noticed the time. I hope you did not wait up for me to eat the noon meal. I took the liberty to eat my meal. But here. Nana placed a bowl of stew before her. You eat. Thank you. Talking with Mary made me hungry. She sat cheerfully and prayed a short prayer, then placed a spoonful of stew in her mouth. Abigail placed bread before her. Oh, Nana, as always, it's delicious. She scooped another spoonful. Nana sat across from her and was silent for a good while. When she was halfway through her bowl, she was sure she'd ask for more. Did you know, Gracie? Nana broke the silence. Young Caleb is due back this week. 
Grace's appetite diminished with excitement, but she pretended as if the news was no big surprise. Is that so? She placed another spoonful in her mouth, but she was having difficulty swallowing. Alfred and Julia invited us over for dinner. Several of the marshal's children will visit. Grace listened as her stomach filled with butterflies at the thought of seeing Caleb again. Abigail got up, leaned over Grace, and placed a kiss on her head. Just listen to the voice of your lord. He will guide you. Grace managed a nervous smile. Thank you, Nana. Abigail and Grace sat for dinner at the Marshall home. I gather you will travel for Timothy more often, my son. His father patted Caleb's shoulder. Yes, sir. Caleb said with glee and turned to Timothy beside him. If that is what you'd like me to do. I don't think I would have it any other way. Caleb made me a handsome profit, thanks to the recent clients he brought me. I would say he is due a nice bonus. Timothy winked. When is your next voyage, young Caleb? Abigail inquired. In the spring, and I look forward to it. This time, we will go to India. How exciting! It sure is, Nana. Grace sat quietly, listening to Caleb's excitement. He spoke with wonder about his life, and none of it included her. Sue turned to Grace with her now-crying baby. Grace, would you mind taking the baby for me? Sure. Grace got up and walked to the living room to comfort the baby's crying by pacing. Sue came to the living room to take the baby back in her arms. Are you all right, Grace? You seem awfully quiet. I'm fine. I think I need a bit of fresh air. I don't blame you. Can you imagine if all the marshals were ever to have a family reunion? She chuckled as she turned to go up the stairs with her baby. Grace slipped outside. The evening air was refreshing. She took a walk towards the quiet marketplace and sat on the short wall. She lifted her eyes to the stars that twinkled in the night sky. What are you doing here, Grace? Weren't you at the marshals for the evening? Yes, Mr. Gall, but I needed some fresh air. Mind if I sit by you? She moved over. Nice night. He looked up into the night sky. Yes, sir, it is. He interrupted their silent stargazing. Can I ask you a personal question? Grace furrowed her brow. I suppose it depends how personal it is. A good answer, Miss Allison. I believe your Nana would be proud of you. Robert paused a good while. Grace distanced her thoughts once again to the night sky. Robert spoke softly. Are you out here because a certain young man seems to be off in his own world? Grace lowered her gaze, undecided if she should answer. You know, Grace, it takes time for a man to sort things out. Grace raised her eyes to him. Caleb is excited about the new things he's discovering. The world has become a whole new place for him. When the newness wears off, he will remember what matters most in this life. His words did little to comfort her. In the meantime, Robert patted her hand. You can rest in God as your Nana has taught you. Grace pondered Robert's words. He was right, but why did her heart still ache? He stood to his feet. Well, that was my profound advice for you, little princess. It may not be much, but I hope you can take courage. Thank you, Mr. Gall. Grace managed to smile, then turned to the night sky, hopeful that what he shared was true. If you would like to get this book and other books of the Love's Weaving Hands series, please visit lwhseries.com.
Love's Weaving Hands series books and audios are copyright by Living Faith Publishing, LLC.